Hello and welcome to Talking Bottom. So I'm Ange Johnson. I'm Paul Tanter. I'm Matt Brooks. This is episode six of series three Carnival. Just to celebrate, we're all having a little bit of a drinky. Cheers. Cheers, guys. Cheers. The end of series three. The last ever TV episode. Yeah, the last episode of Bottom. But we are going to continue after this and do the live shows, the film. Are we doing the live shows in the film? We've said it several times, but I'm sure we're still going to be asked. But here we are at Carnival, alongside Hole. Carnival's my favourite of Series 3. Yeah, I agree. I think this is one of the better episodes of Series 3. It's essentially a two-hander, isn't it, if you don't count mm. the delivery man? And they didn't, because he's not credited. Oh, is he not? <laughs> no. Right. Doesn't get a credit. It feels like there's a lot of people in it, because they have a, the very bottom thing of just yeah. describing things mm. happening. You know, a very cheap way of doing right. it. There's a little bit mentions. of lighting, a little bit of lighting and a bit of smoke in the air. It's all we need. So, sometimes, when they begin an episode and they're describing something that has happened, mm. I don't like it, because it feels like a bit of a cheap way of, and then this happened, and we get lost... I really like the the opening scene of this because you feel like it's happening because of really good sound effects, mm-hmm. people yelling, uh, smashing glass, police sirens, plus, as you say, the orange sort of flickering glow yeah. effect that gives you the idea that Hammersmith is on fire. And you also, know? this isn't them describing something that's happened. This is... It's in real time. Happening. It's happening before their eyes, mm-hmm. and yeah. it gives that kind of energy to it, to yeah. their performance as yeah. well as to the script. Yeah, like even you like... You can really imagine everything going on right before It's them. nice to see see them both happy and it's weird that they're this happy about something so horrible as it gets revealed is it because it's yeah. quite early you know you realize what's going on there's a riot yeah. kicking off but the fact that they call it the, the carnival you know yeah, it's yeah. Like the annual hammersmith riot you know it's it's a joy for them they've got the best seats they get to watch this carnage play out in front of them yeah. from the comfort of the flat and then they can go looting they're li- li- never happier literally with the smoke of the fire wafting up to their flat window yeah sure. How- yeah they're cooking on it yeah, yeah. <laughs> With marshmallows and toast, didn't they? It's you know, campfire kind of campfire song kind of. Yeah. That's how yeah, joyous yeah, they absolutely. are. It's, it's like a campfire. It's yeah. a very good analogy. I'd uh, be interested to know about the plot for this one and how they've written it up. So iTunes have written the plot as thus: the annual Hammersmith Carnival takes place, and the window of the Richie and Eddie's flat. That's what it says. On the window of the Richie and Eddie's flat is the prime place for viewing the ensuing activities and eventual riots. After a brief period of looting, they return to their flat with a BBC camera and a plan to make money from filming each other. That's just it. Plan to make money from filming each it other. Sounds dodgier than it is. Yeah. Literally Why from filming each other. to Definitely say the BBC dodgy. camera is part of the plot. That's not a plot detail. That's a well, well, oh, that's odd. It sort of is, isn't it? But the it's, fact that the videotape's in there is because it's a BBC thing. camera, isn't it? The, I mean, it's not much of a plot to sum up, is no, it, sure. really? It's not much of a plot. But then this this whole episode itself, it kind of has this weird passage of time through it, doesn't mm. it? We leap a year in the we're story. Way ahead again. No, I know, but no, we're just talking about yeah. it in general, you know. Yeah, we're giving an overview. Has there ever been a humorous look at a riot in any other media any story sort of thing i don't think a humorous one you, you know, know what like, i mean as they were commenting mm, on yeah. it it put me in mind that this is sort of slightly prescient of the riots of 2011 you know yeah. it's all they are describing a completely made up over the top right that couldn't possibly happen but that was then and now there's something that they present as very cartoony and this could never happen but unfortunately can now happen yeah. when the would, nazis turn up i would say though that I mean, I know exactly what you mean in terms of the political hotbed that they mm-hmm. they maybe are describing. But I mean, Rick and Abel have lived through like the Toxteth riots, Brixton the 80s riots. riots, yeah, like, yeah. There definitely were riots preceding the nineties mm-hmm. that maybe aren't described in this comical, cartoonish kind of outlandish yeah. manner in terms of what they're throwing through windows and ram raiding, but, like the off licenses and yeah, all that kind yeah. of thing by the primary school. Well, uh, but it, it's played for laughs because it is grounded in reality. Yeah. A lot of the things that they describe ended up being yeah. similar to things that did it, happen in it 2011. It home even more now, yeah. the rewatch, doesn't it? That actually it did all kick off. It was around London and or Liverpool again and all yeah. over. Like, and McDonald's and, got smashed in, didn't it? But most of the sure. people just went looting. You know, school kids, you know, 13 yeah. and 14 yeah. year olds went looting. So the, the joyous way in which we open this episode yeah. and the fun that they're having watching violence they are taking so much joy from it aren't they absolute absolute chaos that's ensuing in front of them but they're that's what richie and eddie feed off don't they feed off the chaos of violence and like so it's such a perfect opening for richie and schadenfreude that they're getting from all these little things i love the very tiny detail of just mentioning dick the dickheads mm. from the bar yeah they just they just say dick and the world is so established now that 
that's not something they needed to make up. Yes. Yeah, and it's... they mentioned Fatty Amal, and we've obviously yeah, yeah. had Amal, but we learn his first name's Fatty, and, yes. and the insurance scam that he's going Does every through. every year. Like, yeah. yeah. It's world-building, isn't it? Like last week's episode... Spud Gunn is yeah. the captain of the... The Hammersmith Spud, you like Irregulars, Second Eleven, yeah, or whatever. That's right, he's, yeah. the, he's the captain. In a way, because it's the very last episode mm. of Series mm-hmm. 3, obviously at the time of them writing it, they must have been thinking of a Series 4, because we know that they weren't. Yeah, you know, yeah. So they weren't necessarily thinking, this is the last episode of Bottom will ever write. But... In hindsight, now watching it, like I just think it is a perfect example of their world because yeah. you have the ram raiding, you've got Eddie just being obsessed with getting free booze, yeah. and you've got Richie with a bit of a stupid but dastardly scheme to get rich. I think this episode does sum up a lot of what encapsulates Richie right, and Eddie right. throughout all three series, yeah. and therefore that's why it's one of my favourites. In right, a similar okay. way to the two-hander element yeah. of Hole, I, yeah. I think Carnival really does show what their relationship to each other is and what they find exciting in their mundane lives because a carnival slash riot kicking off right outside their house is not anything that happens every day. Yeah. It happens every year and they look forward to yeah. it because it's, w- it's entertainment to them. That well, sounds like, oh, it's going to be a big plot. There's a riot happening <laughs> outside. Yeah. No, not yeah. at all. <laughs> no, no, yeah, they're uh, still in the flat. They're yeah. still yeah. trapped. They're still in there. They're still, you know, they're not stupid. They're not trapped. Like, they're not going to get involved. Well, they do both take advantage of it, obviously. Yeah. So Eddie, to further his alcohol habit, obviously mm. goes out and steals the crates of Malibu. Richie manages to get hold of a uh, BBC camera, both of which they then use to further the plot, of mm-hmm. course. Yeah, it's not just a gag. And again, it brings up the comment on the video accidents. They've done that before. Like, I could... You know, we when I think we looked at Terror and a few others, we were like, oh, they've done this kind of thing yeah, before. Yeah, they've mentioned yeah. it before. But in Carnival, it doesn't feel like a tired reference going yeah. back to those sort yeah, of things. Yeah. So the idea of the video nasties, the video accidents, yeah, also it's a bit how of a to call... make money out of that. Mm-hmm. It's a bit of a callback to the Dangerous Brothers as well, isn't mm. it? Eddie being set on fire. Really oh, yeah. big fucking flames as well. Yeah. yeah. Now, when they're at the window, mm-hmm. this is because of how often I've watched Bottom Fluff. I can't help but think of all the yeah. alternative takes that yes, Aid does. there's three different takes of someone being thrown through Curry's, uh, Curry's window. window. So First, he, he it... ends with Aswad, doesn't he? That's the one they use yes. actually in the show. But what are the other two? The other two, policeman and a nun. A nun, right. Mm-hmm. I think a nun might have been funnier, but I, I, I don't but know. What is Aswad? That's a... Aswad's a reggae group, yeah. a British reggae group. What the, the... were they doing at the Hammersmith Riots? Well, Maybe, maybe they were they were there to perform their one hit song, which was "Shine, Shine Like a Star." Seems like it's ad libbed because, it of course, is. the I first so. like because Rick fucks up, and right. if you've seen the bottom fluff, yeah, Rick fucks up at the very yeah. end of that sequence because he, he can't find the balaclava. That's right. Yeah. So they have to reshoot it. So yes. then he obviously has first said policeman, and then he's gone to none because he wants to keep the gag fresh he to keep to people laughing. Laugh. And he wants to top it each time. Yeah. I think. But then, and then Aswad really does top it. It gets a good laugh, doesn't it? But it really does. It gets such a good laugh that it made me wonder if, when they came out of the beginning and did the warm-up, did Aswad get mentioned? Because sometimes <laughs> comedy shows yeah. do this. Mm. You'll see, like, a talk show will do it. Mm-hmm. They'll, they'll make a joke and then they'll be like, and then they'll reference the audience and you'll be like, oh, you you made a joke about that in the warm-up. There's a callback there that we're yeah. not in on. Yeah. It yeah. does seem like a huge response, but because I'm not sure whether Aswad were that big at that particular moment in time. I mean, they were, they were very much of the 90s. Yeah. And their song, Shine, Shine Like a Everyone Star. Everyone would have known yeah. it. But like, it's... My God, so I'm not aware of them. Uh, doesn't that sound fucking shit? <laughs> British reggae. <laughs> well, yeah, you're not meant to be aware of them no, like, if no, you sure. weren't. There's a character mentioned, which I wish we got to see. It's Father O'Malley. Right. With a shotgun <laughs> naked, drunk <laughs> off his head. Uh, yeah. Dispensing the word of God. Did you notice that Richie seems to be very excited and then very upset when the Nazis arrive and leave? Right. Seems like that happens every year. And that I guess they're, I, it's not that he's pro-Nazi at all. It's not played like that. But he's just like, oh, the Nazis are here. That'll kick things off. That, yeah, that, yeah. That'll ramp up the yeah, violence to the next excited. level. And Richie's mm-hmm. like, oh, they're gone. This yeah. year when they've gone. Because yeah. <laughs> like, they obviously in previous years have seen it kick off much yeah. more when they're involved, which yeah. would make sense. And then obviously it's very telling. Almost again, that sort of, they either one of them could have said this line, but 
Aid is the one, Eddie, who says, that's what I love about Britain, tradition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we used to let the Germans do this sort of thing for us. And we're so much us. better at this. Yeah. yeah. He's, 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 in, he's in cahoots with Richie's train of thought there completely. Whereas in the past, you might have had Eddie being like, well, yeah, yeah. hang on, Richie, yeah. like, that's not okay. But they're both completely... I you're right. when they're on the same side and getting they're, on. They're completely in, in agreement over yeah. that. In series one, Richie would have been the one saying that. And Eddie would have been going, well, what's so great about, you know, etc. You sound like Zippy there. <laughs> what, what, what was so great about the Blitz? Yeah, exactly. But <laughs> I do love that it is Eddie that says it and it's Richie yeah, agreeing. Yeah. I can mm-hmm. see why they put it in Eddie's mouth on this particular occasion because <laughs> they're Eddie's both mouth. they're both really, really happy and excited. In terms of when the last time London was ablaze for them at that yeah. point, like yeah, apart from the Brixton riots, like the the Blitz. It was the war. But in... the idea of finding that exciting to they're be safe. celebrating the fact that because they're safe as well. British I suppose, are doing right? it. Yeah. yeah. No, it's I mean it's completely but... just part of Richie and Eddie's outlook, isn't it? This the Hammersmith riot, the annual Hammersmith yeah. Carnival slash riot, mm-hmm. seems to be the focal point for all of the underclass that live in the bottom world of Hammersmith, mm. you know? So it's some sort of actual carnival with floats, floats and things. And things yeah. well, but then because of rivalry and um, everyone in there will be in violent hooligans. It's an excuse for everyone. Everyone yeah. knows what's going to happen. So well, we'll go to the carnival. Last year in the, yeah. How many years do you think this has happened? <laughs> like every year for like the last 20 years. 20 years, yeah. okay. That's Maybe. the world they're painting of Hammersmith, sure. isn't it? The fact that yeah. the primary school kids are in on it. It's like, yeah. <laughs> another mention of Ram raiding an off-licence, like mm. third time in this series. Yeah, oh, right, yeah. yeah, it's the third time it's mentioned, but I think... As part of the bottom universe, obviously this episode is mm-hmm. is where it's completely and utterly valid to be describing. Yeah. The, yeah. And then the reveal yeah, because yeah. the that... fact Eddie's already been there. You almost wonder whether Eddie did it prior to the riot kicking off because he knew that it would right, be looted right. later. He's timed it yeah. so he actually gets the off-licence before anyone I, else has a chance. I reckon he got in just at the beginning yeah. of the riot, just as it kicks off. He knows the exact yeah. sweet spot to yeah. uh, to launch his plan. It kicks off, gets right in there, because he's got to do a lot of carrying up the it's stairs as well. He's very close to it because they can see it from the flat. Yeah. So yeah, that makes but, sense. And there's a lot of boxes to get back up there. Yeah, because last week he only grabbed a couple of cans worth, really, yeah. didn't he? Whereas he's, he's grabbed case after case after case. Yeah, so like, must, that... What's he used? <laughs> well, then maybe he did it while they were shut. Because, yeah, he couldn't have done that in one trip and you couldn't go back. Well, we're trying to put logic here. Yeah, and it's yeah. a complete hyperbole, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? But like, it's he's stolen uh, that many. How many boxes is there that he's stolen? It's a hundred and something. Is this going to be a quiz it question? Is a quiz no, question. No. Oh, right, sorry. No, I was going to say, like, even if you assume he's carrying two at a time, that's like 50 trips. Mm. Off they go to loot curries once well, the window's been smashed open. So they drop the TV on the way back that Richie was talking about. He's describing like a really <laughs> high-tech TV that's probably dated <laughs> as fuck now. Yeah, yeah, like listening to it now, you're sort of like, yeah. nice what, cam. What are you talking about? It's got teletext. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Does he say that? I think, yeah. I think one of the things is teletext. Wow. Yeah. Pre-internet, I always yeah. thought of like a blueprint for the internet. Drum- yeah. Yeah. But now it would be, I don't even know, HD, like, God knows what yeah. else, Blu-ray or whatever. It was just mm. at the time a load of bollocks that no one knows what it means. Back then, the words NICAM, I still don't, wasn't entirely sure what it was, but NICAM Digital Stereo was guaranteed to supposed to sound impressive for any television. I love the rubber ducky jokes it's so silly Eddie gets so logical there this is the difference between series 3 Eddie and series 1 Eddie series 1 Eddie would have probably been very serious and had no truck with it series 3 Eddie is logical to the point of childish innocence Mm. every question does have a logical answer (laughs) which is not the one that Richie wants that frustrates him Uh, Eddie's so happy with it as well Yeah. but so were Curry's actually giving out rubber ducks As a free gift I with a tick. What think make it's, sense? I think it's a joke on the fact that you did used to get crap free gifts right. with expensive purchases, didn't you? Oh, they they you... revert to old women and uh, have a little natter um, right. pretty quick, don't they? they? I don't know. It just seemed it's a bit weird to me. It seems like they're playing up to someone. Another bit of flight no of fantasy, there, is really, right. isn't it, between the two of them? Right. Now, th- bear in mind, this is series three, so they've done the live show. This little bit where they essentially morph into old ladies doing an Alan Bennett sketch, it feels like something they would have done in the live shows. It feels like they, something from Bottom Live 1. I've as well. always got it confused between Bottom yeah. Live 1 right. and this episode because I think there is a very similar dialogue. They are describing <laughs> when they're putting the kettle on and all that sort of thing. Right. They're doing like a cup of tea and shall I motherfucker that's, that's it so it's an extension of sure, yeah, yeah. maybe what they were planning at that point or they just think oh we'll just put in another bit because it is funny that they're describing 
the aftermath of a riot. The mm-hmm. voice of the old biddies. Here's a bit, yeah. Series three was the series where they did, again, because it came after the live show, where anything they'd done in the live shows, you would recognise instantly as they've taken that. Mm. The teeth spitting out. Seeing them do that, again, almost with the same voices of the Alan Bennett-esque mm. old ladies. Yeah, I don't know why, because it's not in the live show, but the tea being a solid reminds me of the live show right, as well. Yeah, somebody, yeah I it? think it's because yeah. they're discussing making a cup of tea. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, it's a crap prop, isn't it? But... <laughs> <laughs> it's Actually, a good reveal. I think it's quite good. It's fun. Yeah. 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 It's just the fact that it's literally solidified. But not only has <laughs> it solidified, it's been there so long that it's stuck to the saucer and the table retrospectively. What do they make their tea out of that it doesn't just evaporate into the air? <laughs> that it turns into a, it goes mm-hmm. from a viscous thing to a solid. Maybe the milk was already like yogurt. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> You've been making tea with concrete it's again. F- it does add to then the change from Eddie when he obviously goes from I you know wanted to lose yeah, yeah. a couple of pounds of broccoli florets sure. and all that and then just suddenly into the very so deep he's, he's clocked subconsciously yeah subconsciously he's clocked that they're not there he's yeah. doing the tea but then yeah. but then he breaks character oh, yeah it's the same noticing something off camera and then reacting to it that he did when they were in the pub and he Ooh, noticed the, the lamb and flag yeah. quiz sign doesn't yeah, it yeah. that entire bit of dialogue for me is just pure poetry we've been burgled and then that, Richie's response yeah. line is that you is might have been so young clever. man but yeah. I have never in my life as a Christian I'm so tightly clenched yes that is my favourite line in all about them. That's not an obvious joke at all. Misunder- no. Mishearing and misunderstanding. Burgled and buggered. Would we've been burgled be in any way a euphemism that Richie might... But, you know, literally saying burgled might mean but I've burgled been burgled. is a euphemism. Yeah. You ever see with an ally? I mean yes. to have you even if it must be burglary. Well, that yes. means rape though, doesn't it? Yeah, but it's still yeah. the same thing. It's but that's burglary. what Richie's saying. He's saying, as a Christian, yeah, sure. his arsehole is so tightly clenched he yeah. could not be... Anally rape. It's like a vice, you'll never get it in. Now, Eddie gets absolutely furious that all of these cases of Malibu have been taken, but then he kind of consoles himself by saying, if I hadn't, don't have another 30 odd upstairs, mm-hmm. I'd be really angry. Well, how do you know they've not been nicked as well? Yeah, not checked yet. Yeah. I agree, but I think Eddie is confident in the fact that he's obviously concealed them somewhere hasn't he why have they not nicked anything else the TV's still there all the furniture's still there everything else in the house is shit isn't it not worth it yeah Yeah. I suppose it's probably the most obvious if you went in there and then oh look there's a bunch of cases of Mm. something that's easy to flog and drink and whatever I mean everyone's looting aren't they so they could get a free telly with the telly that they're looting from somewhere else you would be gutted though wouldn't you if you went out you went through the risk of going out into a riot nicking stuff so you're risking A not only being beaten up B being burned and C the police arresting you you get your stuff back go out looting a bit more and some cunt has fucking st- why don't you just go to the off license yourself and steal a load of other stuff you bastard well you can't because he's already been there I, I think he's well he's not done it dry because well, he's unless, only got Malibu it's unless Malibu. someone knows Eddie was there this morning <gasps> and they've been oh, there spud guns come around and nicked it someone hasn't he? else yeah. knows it's there Yeah, that would be an explanation all of that Malibu right now is being drunk by spud gun and Dave Hedgehog Possibly. do you think they'd nick them off their mate because he'd probably share it with they're, them they're if, both if out- he didn't get uh, through it First. They're both alcoholics. They'll do anything. Malibu, though. I think it's all fair. That is game. one of the greatest jokes in Bottom, isn't it? They Malibu. Malibu is their drink of yeah. choice. Like, because yeah, it's for Eddie, though. It doesn't seem right. Mm-hmm. Well, this was, why, isn't it? Because it's sun-kissed so and exotic. Yeah. It's like he it's wants so... to be on this beach with dusky maidens, yeah. and he thinks he can taste it in a bottle of Malibu. That's very true. Maybe. Have you ever? Have you had Malibu? I'm sure you have. Yeah. I think it's rum, right? Do you know? Yeah, yeah it's, it's a really just, sweet. It's really sweet. sweet really yet. sweet rum. I used to have it with full fat coke yeah definitely still just 17 or whatever and mm-hmm. I just I, I think probably influenced a little bit by bottom yeah. like, I love a Malibu and coke yeah. I think Eddie's MP who he mistakes for a woman is Tony Blair who, who was who was MP for Sunderland I think at, the at time, that point yeah at that time not Prime Minister mm. so that dates the show quite a bit was he Labour leader at this point because no. if he wasn't, this was quite fortunate for the show in that they managed to get an MP that people would still know who they were many years later. Do you think they knew, though? Because obviously Tony must have been quite prominent in the news still but, at that point. Because it was, what, 95? Okay, but if he wasn't Labour leader, they wouldn't have known that Michael Foote was going to die soon and therefore Tony Blair would take over. Wow, mystical forces. But again, why is Eddie gay? No, but he's not because she's a he that's a woman he she's doesn't not th- she's not and then she is yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, in addition to fancying tony blair we get another of eddie's sexual fantasies so i think it's this week that we get sharon stone mm. painted, painted green, green. 
Yeah. Vacuum with, packed. With a copy of the Racing Post sticking out of the bus. So presumably rolled up. Yeah, must be. And and this is so he can have his way with that and then afterwards just pop it out and then have a read of the uh, racing results. Yeah. Fancy, just then, then be able to do that. But if, it's sticking out of a, if it's sticking out of a bum, it's going to pierce the vacuum packing. All right. So maybe pressurize. Ma- maybe, it, maybe it's inside the vacuum packing. That so he's got serial killer like though, isn't yeah. it? Vacuum packed is, yeah. the, is the creepiest bit. Painted green as well. I mean, I could, I could understand like yeah, that, she-hulk, that's normal. like an Orion slave girl, <laughs> she-hulk or something. <laughs> Richie has a really weird reaction to that, where he's he's angry about how turned on he becomes with Eddie mentioning this to him. Like, he, yeah. like he, like oh, I'm, I'm not going to be able to sleep all night, and I'm, and then he's like, it he says uh, a few politicians' names to make his his dick go down. Yes, uh, John Perlman, Goa, Kenneth Clark, Kenneth, Kenneth, Clark. Kenneth Clark, who's still an MP, and John Selwyn Gummer. Something that is a bit sci-fi. Richie's penis is so small that it creates so much space in his trousers it becomes like a TARDIS. <laughs> so you can fit a very yeah. large BBC 90s style so camera down there. You shouldn't be able to fit in a pair of trousers anyway. I do love that cut that's so clearly to obviously oh, give a trousers. much huger pair yeah. of trousers yeah. to draw it from. I mean, it's so ludicrous, it's comedic. I do actually love that bit as well. Yeah, and the reveal that it's the BBC camera and now it's that lovely old logo. Yeah. Whereas yes. at yeah. the time, the one that was with the three a camera. The one with the three coloured stripes underneath the bottom of it. I think it doesn't have the colour on it but it is okay. the old yeah. font I think it does it's got word. red, green and yeah. it's that logo that was in front of the uh, episodes on the VHS yeah, dun, 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 like dun, any dun, start dun, of Red Wolf or yeah, that logo so yeah. that's that's quite nice like little nostalgic thing to see some, yeah. some old school BBC logo in there do you think it's sort of a bit too obvious that they're doing that when like on the BBC though like it's a bit self-aggrandizing of the BBC to have it, it be a BBC camera that they steal or do maybe, you think it's but just well they've got a BBC camera so why not it didn't need to be a BBC camera did it, it could just be a camera but I suppose because they got it out of a truck so it's a, it's yeah. a TV the, crew that are about yeah. it's not from Curry's. They probably wouldn't be able to reference or show a logo of ITV or Channel 4. And they wouldn't, would they? And they wouldn't want to make up one because then mm. you're into building of a world that is, mm. that sure. is too fantastic. Same thing, you can't have a Sony logo and stuff. Yeah, a yeah. BBC logo is uh, yeah. fair game for them. Yeah, so maybe like, it's just something like that. Am I right in thinking Kilroy was on ITV though? No, I mm. thought... No, no, no. Kilroy was BBC at the time the place for John Stapleton was ITV. Oh, okay, yeah. so Kilroy was a BBC... I'm pretty sure it was, chat. yeah. Okay. It's weird yeah. that they're on the it same... It was Shaft or Be Shafted, that horrible <laughs> show that he did that was on ITV, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't know that at all. Isn't it weird that Richie and Eddie share the view that he's the sexiest man on TV? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a bit like how they like Des Lynham, something like of, of the <laughs> yeah. older knowledgeable statesman or something. Yeah, they've got an older man fetish. Yeah. Neither of them know their dad. So That's the, true. What we can call the Kilroy bit when Richie comes down the stairs... That for me is made entirely by, by the face. brief look on his face as he starts to slip. Genuine fear. Yeah, like, yeah. Or he sticks his uh, front teeth out. Like he's got a kind of a goofy yeah, look. Yeah. It's the great comic timing of the build-up as well. Like, sure. should traffic wardens be, be armed? <laughs> yeah. Which is the sort That's of topic funny, that obviously it's ludicrous. Funny line yeah. but it, in itself. Yeah. It's great in and of itself. And then you're going with him, aren't you? Because yeah. it's that opening. You think, oh, okay, what's he going to say next? And you're totally with him. And they're trying to like be all serious. And then suddenly it's Rick's and amazing then, uh, falling face and the, the dedication he gives to that fall and comes down does give it a lot of gusto although I will say for the main part of the fall and also then when he's upside down in the toilet that's a stuntman man. yeah I think so the the, sh- the jeans are a slightly yeah. different shape uh, oh, you can even use the same jeans no 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 Rick's are very sort of you know dark navy blue yeah which, uh, the stuntman's ones are, are a bit lighter also when he's upside down kicking his feet up he's obviously thinner than Rick Mal was at the oh, time Rick's okay. very sweaty in this episode he, he was obviously oh, okay. a bit big Okay. In series three. Now, I'd never really noticed that it wasn't his legs in the toilet, his body in the toilet. I've always thought that that is Rick. I knew the obviously the yeah. actual dangerous bit of falling down the stairs wasn't him. But you're right, like to propel yourself upwards and be kicking your legs yeah. is actually Don't, quite a physical. What a good yeah. impression comedy, the stuntman does of Rick's voice then. That's really well done. <laughs> Very That's really well done in terms of the foley because it does yeah. sound like his head's down a toilet. Now, Richie's plan was a bit different before he does the Kilroy thing. He, he just says... We're going to make our own movies, get famous, then we'll have a pick of the birds. And then when Eddie's like, oh, okay, well, my plan is actually to make a primetime current affairs program. So you just said you're going to make movies. And what do you mean you're going to make a primetime show? You don't have control of where it's shown. That's like when ignorant people 
say, I'm going to make a viral video. So, right, no, you, yeah, you, yeah. You can make a video and you want it to go viral. No, he's yeah. just saying I'm going to make a current affairs programme because he, obviously watching television in the mornings, Kilroy mm-hmm. and the like, he thinks they're the epitome of suave, sophisticated yeah, yeah. men who are getting all the birds, which of course they're not. <laughs> but yeah. That's his fiendish plan. I have to just say, like, in terms of like comparisons to politicians when he pulls his head out of that toilet he looks like trump he does with he? The hair, now, yeah watching it now yeah. it's absolutely For trump's sure. hair he's got bits of poo in his face it, as well yeah it like, absolutely helps make yeah. him look the orange yeah. and a lovely hue he's got a sort of stained face his hair is that weird sort of like yeah. shredded wheat flipped over thing and he's wearing a suit that's slightly too big for him yeah, yeah. yeah. but that single oh, moment absolutely. that single moment of Rick falling down the stairs and into the toilet. I think like me and my mates have rewound that so many yeah. times. There's a callback as well because when he's in the toilet, he says, "Why are you bastard not flushing the toilet?" Mm. Earlier, Eddie misunderstands. He's like, "Here come the the floats here or the floats still here." It's like, "Oh, I thought I flushed them," but then it turns, "No, you didn't flush the toilet." Yeah, <laughs> the shit's been sitting there festering. Yeah. <laughs> when Richie says, "This is the '80s," I think we get one of AIDS best looks to camera yeah. mm-hmm. it's one that's become a bit of a meme in its own right but he properly plays it up to camera mm-hmm. now I've got a friend that was in a band called Ann Dog it was a bottom reference <laughs> oh really yeah. oh, they fantastic. were shit yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think still as, one of your friends as far yeah yeah he listens to the podcast he will agree with me completely the one gig as far as I know they did no they did a couple of gigs but the one gig I saw them do ended with the main singer pissed out of his head just singing Oasis songs right right one thing I do love about this bit where they are talking about the kind of things they would do for the video show with and dog on and skateboard mm-hmm. is it is a proper accurate piss take of at the time you had things like Beatles uh, not Beatles about but the thing that Harry Hill now has um, you've been framed you've been framed then on Sky you had Chris Tarrant had a shitty version of this as well mm-hmm. and a lot of these were filled out with crap like Dogs on fucking skateboards. Yeah. Dogs wearing sunglasses on skateboards. Sure. Oh, absolutely. And, 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 and someone accidentally falls over a bit. Yeah, yeah. And, and, at a and so much yeah. of it was someone at a wedding fainting or falling over. And not yeah. at all funny. Yeah. yeah. Toddlers falling yeah. off trikes. Yeah. Pa. Yeah. I love how they both say pa <laughs> together on that as well yeah. because it is shit. But yeah. I love how they've preempted the YouTube phenomenon. Yeah. yeah. That is. Yeah. Sure. And well, to a certain extent, like shows like Jackass. Have you noticed, for whatever reason, you've been framed? didn't raise their prices with inflation. No, it was it always was 250. 250 quid, yeah. 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 Which yeah. was a lot of money back in the day. Now it was. It's not my much. dad tried to set one up yeah. with my brother. Like, just literally, it sounds really pedo, but he was like in a waterfall thing, in a, in, in like a, a swimming pool. Oh no, your trunks have come off. And it was oh that. no, really? Honestly. Oh God. I don't know if we sent it in because I don't think it quite worked, but literally it was like one of these really water, fake sure. waterfall things in the yeah. swimming pool. And anyway, like my dad, like I remember just vividly, because I must have been about 11 or whatever, my brother yeah. was like, like 14 yeah and my dad's repeatedly trying to film my brother's ass become revealed oh, by, this, fuck's sake. by this waterfall yeah you, you, we didn't get our 250 quid i don't think we ever sent it in. my mum forbade it beetle once presented a, an adult you, one a, you've been framed late yes everyone watched it or taped it thinking, oh there's gonna be yeah. some bikinis coming off nothing no, no, nothing no, was like was there a penis in it I remember someone's oh, yeah. trousers falling oh, down. Good. The oh, oh, good. Oh, good. There's a penis. Out. I want so boobs. So you still had a wank. <laughs> when I was young, so... So, so yes. Uh, my dad had to help me. <laughs> the, um, so what was it then? Well, from what I remember, it was a guy holding a box or something, just having his hands full, but then his trousers falling down, but with yeah. his dick out. The, the, the sequence where they are going through the staged accidents... Great mm-hmm. cartoon violence with that all of that dart in the eye. The flames leap up aid so high and him jumping through the conservatory in the same shot shows his commitment to the show. He's not but also, reacting to the fire, is he? Right. This is good. You've got that area where mm. you've presumably got flame retardant materials underneath it. He's arching it. back, I think. He does lean back. Those flames yeah. come up like two feet, nearly licking his chin. Yeah. Yeah. And he still performs really well and then does the stunt jumping through it. Really made me think of the Dangerous Brothers. Yes. There's no reason... The, he had to be a housewife yeah. for that to happen and, and I didn't pick up on this until watching it now he's got hair curlers on mm-hmm. a bald head yeah yeah sort of giving it's great detail yeah. it's giving him the appearance of having hair somehow yes. he plays it really casual and nonchalant which if you were doing that and you had those flames licking up your chest mm. and the heat on your face most people would try to get through it as quick as possible as yeah. you say though Aid and Rick have been doing that kind of stunt yeah. since the Dangerous Brothers so they're obviously well aware yeah. of what 
needs to come from their performance to yeah. carry it off. But for him, props to Aid for that. For him to still to do the fire and yeah. then jump through the conservatory yeah. in the same you shot. You can just imagine there's a team of, of safety people came yeah. with fire extinguishers right after. But also the director would be like, don't fuck it up. We've got one chance at this. We've got yeah. one conservatory. Yeah. Don't fuck it up. And okay, it means you think they almost were like, this is the BAFTA. This has to be the one shot. Now, yeah. Richie plays a very good cliche of a pretentious wanker director yeah. with his yeah. action, mm. which uh, with his fingers love and it. stuff. And, yeah, yeah, giving no direction right. at all. Yeah. But, yeah, <laughs> Just but, saying, oh, we're going to BAFTA for Just love the try to enjoy your teddy. Yeah. Yeah. But you're right. He, he plays it so well because like, on the one hand, he's doing the smarmy, oh, aren't we, this is all wonderful. We're going to win awards. And then flipping on a sixpence to the, right, I'm a total bastard now and yeah. I hate you, you fucking diva. And he's trying to pretend that this is all uh, genuine and an actual accident. But yeah, yeah. he comes in to the shot and well, I'm not meant to be here. So what does he say? You're losing the audience yes. yeah. with the match because he has to bring the matches in, doesn't yeah. he? And, and then gives us a thumbs up. <laughs> yeah. Like, I thought the makeup, right, the smoke after, right, so when we go afterwards and Eddie's yeah. got the cuts still on his face. The wound, the dark wound looks great. Yeah. Really good. It kind of mm-hmm. had me in mind of the time when they did the, where he went through the conservatory in the burglary episode and he's mm-hmm. got the cut on his head. Yes. But this had like cuts, grazes, you've got the smoke still coming off him. I thought yeah. that was like great attention to detail. Yeah, absolutely. It is good. It, it looks really good, but Eddie does say back to casualty, hinting that they've been to casualty. Oh, yeah. Why is he still smouldering? Literally you know still oh, smouldering. But I forgive them for that, because that light's yeah. great, yeah. isn't it? It's like, we're going to have to go again. Mm-hmm. And then the yeah. double meaning of what yeah, yeah. he means by that in terms of film it again, and then what, yeah. back so to casualty. So it's basically the same joke twice that they do with Eddie hadn't switched the camera on when yeah. Eddie told down and then Richie hadn't put the tape in. Right, okay. Yeah. It is, but I mean, when Richie's done it, it's it does set it up. Plays out. It's a plot point because they mm. need to talk about the tape and it's like, I've got the tape. It's love is switch between like, you know, I cried and all that and yeah. then just like, come on, time is money, darling, get back yes, on your feet. Yes, yes, yeah. he's not there. Again, like real, carrying through that. I mean, do you think like... Ed By was a bit, or Bob Spears <laughs> were a bit like, oh, is that how we direct? And I think with that, it's time for a word from our sponsor. Oh, I'd love a baby sham. Hey, I'd love a baby sham. Baby sham. think of the passage of time over the year of Eddie setting up the video camera I I think even though it shouldn't work should it because it's it's Rick and Aid they play it so well Richie coming in with the maracas and the sombrero we can have a Christmas episode briefly usually I kind of don't like the oh we'd use a musical sting to get from one Mm. bit to another in this instance I really do like it you get a week later then Christmas uh, and then Richie returning from holiday uh, thus completing a full year since the carnival and then an hour later our first ever on-screen text card in bottom telling us one hour later oh okay and it's because they sell it so well obviously in terms of like aid sort of like yeah. oh well white one and, and then the yeah. reading the instructions oh. everyone who's anyone in the 90s yeah. certainly knows what what agony it is to have to set up a video do you know what he reads in German. Oh, what does it say? What Dutch. is it? Stick is it einem Kopf in der Hütte. Right. So, so what does it mean? It says stick, right? So yeah. stick. Uh, einem Kopf, your head. Mm-hmm. And then I think the last bit is basically in, in your ass. Nice. Oh, okay. Yeah. So head up your ass. Uh, Richie comes back from holiday wearing a sombrero <laughs> with a piñata. So we assume he's been in Mexico. Yeah. How did he afford... Oh, no, Spain. No, no the Mexico... Uh, yeah, there's a lot of crossover things. <laughs> uh, piñatas is Mexican, it's not Spanish. And the oh, sombrero what, Was is it a piñata or, or was it a straw donkey? Because isn't that the classic thing that a Brit brings back from Spain? They bring oh, back a straw a donkey. Piñata, maybe but then str- he's got maracas. You're or right. he's singing That's... about maracas. Well, either way... We're just showing off our own ignorance yeah, here, aren't yeah. we? But I think, I think nah, he would have nah, only really Spain, afforded like... to go to Spain. Right. Yeah, but still going on your own on holiday, that's something that's very richy, I suppose. Eddie wouldn't want to go with him, although he was busy. Well, he might have booked, but the... Eddie's like, oh, I've got to finish the video. Yeah, sure. He's like, can't you have a week off from the video? No, uh, I obviously have to. He'd probably rather have a week fixing the video well, rather than spending it with Richie. Yes. What, what would, Richie seems to come back in good spirits. Yeah. What? Now, I would imagine... Yeah, a good holiday then, you yeah, think? But, but I would imagine any holiday he goes on, he's yeah. going to chase women and get, the, and sure. get his bollocks it's kicked like, in. It's a Do you think missing he got episode? laid? Because he comes in saying he rackled his maracas close to me. I, he'd definitely <laughs> say no, he didn't get laid. <laughs> but you think he danced with the bloke? <laughs> 
I think he's just singing a song. It's, he's it's so happy. Double entendre in it. I do think that's like a missing episode. I would have liked to see right, Richie yeah, on yeah. holiday on his own. I don't know, to though. I think you say that, but then it might just turn out to be a bit like Finger. Something I didn't connect till this time watching it. They pay the delivery man with a crate of Malibu instead of cash. Yeah. Why has he still got a crate of Malibu a year mm. later? When he didn't think it, he thought it would last him to the weekend, the yeah. hundreds of cases. You know? That's been a good busy point. busy setting up the video. I don't also, know. Maybe he's been sober. Also, trying to sort it out. Why mm. give him something, right? If it's a valuable co- commodity to you, why give him something that you're then going to break yes, when you do the absolutely. Uh, trap door I thing? thought that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the lever's funny. Just I, it being a, a literal lever that they... Which you notice earlier on is just there on the wall. Oh, do you? Yeah. Yeah. And they're that. kind of snickering to each yeah. other. Yeah, because yeah. obviously they've done it. sort of almost it. like, you know, the two old blokes in the Muppets or something, yeah. isn't it? Like that real kind of like, ha, 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 yeah. kind of like from uh, Harry... Yeah, Infield. it's like yeah. the old gits, yeah, definitely. John Major video. Yeah, so they <sighs> they say the Prime Minister. They never say John Major. But so the... watching it back later, yeah. I picture Tony Blair oh, doing really? that stuff but, even though he's mentioned before but no it is meant to be John you? Major because he kind of does an impression he of he does him. the impression of it's, John Major yeah, definitely it's yeah. the oh yeah like it, it, Eddie's impression of John Major is, is enough to tell you sure. that's who he's doing an impression yeah, of and in 1990 what when did this go out 95 95 John that's, Major was still in power did they ever say the gender of the Prime Minister because could you you watch could, it thinking it's Theresa May you could easily imagine it if, no. if you didn't know the context of the timing but they, because it's a bloke because yeah, yeah. it's a woman that comes in it must be his also they, they talk about his todger his okay. anity that, yeah. his fine, todger fine, fine, and fine. That. this works even more because at the time John Major was very yeah. much the grey man of politics everyone thought he was very boring yeah. no one knew about Edwina Curry and his yeah. affair at this point <laughs> yes so therefore what you've got is you've got the double thing of this is the one person you yeah. never can expected can you imagine from. John Major doing this why don't they recognise a dildo <laughs> I think it's some sort of model of a moon rocket. It's all part of that joyous yeah. reveal, isn't it, through the dialogue and what they're watching. And as they yeah. slowly, it slowly dawns on them and us, but yeah. we obviously are ahead of them, what they're describing. And sure. um, it's just, it starts off so innocent, doesn't it? It's like, oh, it must be his mummy. Yeah, yeah. what's that? And then... <laughs> oh, I wish I had a mum like that. I yeah. don't wish that at all. That's well, just that's Richie yeah. all over, isn't R- it? Richie will take it from wherever he can get yeah. it, even if it's a member of his own family. Yeah, that one little line from Richie really sums him up, doesn't it? Just like, he's he, so desperate. He's he, like, I wish I had a mum like He that. sounds really sad and poignant when he says that. Yeah. Like, this is a summation of Regretful. all of the loneliness of his entire well, life. It's not like he had a mum at all. So yeah. it's like, maybe if I had a mum, she'd have given me a blowjob. I don't know about... <laughs> I don't know about sad. It's just, it is so pervy. So that. their first thought is blackmail, which, uh, to be honest, is probably a lot of people's first thought if you found someone a sex yeah. tape of someone and powerful and famous. Just to go back to so the reason for it being a BBC camera is yeah. presumably yes. because that tape is from that camera, I, yes, isn't it? I, it's yes. got mixed up or whatever right, and right. they haven't realised. So but... they've been investigating a weird sex den that mm. politicians have been going to, you think, maybe. maybe, and then went off to the right. It's maybe. definitely like it's something that's been... Because a year's gone by, hasn't yeah. it? Yes, so yeah. you sort of wonder, well, why are the SAS so hot on this? But as soon as they ring up and say, we've got, we're going to blackmail the Prime Minister, right. it's like they're ready, so, aren't they? Yes. So they've been waiting for this because that... That tape's been out for a year. So my question here is, John Major, the Prime Minister, was he aware of the camera recording him? Because it's a big camera, it's not subtle. Yeah. What is it something he set up to record himself it's as his a sex bedroom, tape? isn't it? Yeah. Or did the BBC do a sting and set it up secretly mm. somehow? Maybe it was behind like a two-way mirror or something like yeah. that. So they either knew the women involved or they hired these prostitutes or something like that. Maybe one of them was a reporter. Maybe one of them was Laura Kunzberg or something like that. Or, you know, a very young, young Laura Kunzberg. Well, Who's Laura well, Kunzberg? She's the political editor, editor of the BBC. Oh, maybe right. one of them was Maura Stewart. Even... Say someone who's dead. Uh, but yeah, maybe <laughs> one of them was that. When Richie has the idea to blackmail someone, he picks up the phone and dials a number by heart, by memory. He already knows the thing. Off by... well, who's he calling? Great that he's he's such an absent-minded idiot that he manages <laughs> to give away his own name yeah. and then Eddie, when trying... They've got the plan of use a fake name. Well, my name's Eddie, so I won't use the name Eddie. Yes. I'll use the name Richard Richard. And it's because he said Richard Richard first. This joke works if you've no, never seen a bottom yeah, episode before. Yeah. You still get that's right. who he's talking I, about. I love the detail of Rick does that thing of when he gives his name initially, he sort of slams the phone down and puts his hand over his mouth, which yeah, is that thing like, that kids oh, do. I said, or, yeah. Oh, if I could just cram it back in, it didn't <laughs> yeah, happen. Yeah. But then the brilliance of obviously 
Eddie making the same mistake, but with his name. Yeah. Just the overreaction. Like, you bloody fool. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, like, this is going to get us in trouble now. Yeah. Like, as if it wasn't already him that had done the mistake. Yeah. It's all your fault. Why did, <laughs> it's, it's like him blaming Eddie for not bringing yeah. the tin opener. Same yes. logic. What's the logic with Eddie thinking we can eat like kings if we sorted it out? Does he mean demand a... Well, yeah, or, when you're under siege... You can get demands us, and stuff. Usually, yeah, yeah. if you're any kind of terrorist organisation, or you can make demands. Yeah. yeah. But obviously, these are just two shit hands in Hammersmith. So he said a few sandwiches, three different sandwich uh, uh, results. It's probably a quiz question. <laughs> Avocado and black pudding sounds quite nice to me. That's a, that's quite. Nice. Have you had it before? I've never had it as a sandwich. Yeah, I but love... I have had avocado with black pudding that as part sounds... of a very hipster kind of meal. Richie's sandwiches. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, that... sandwiches has become an iconic Richie. Quote, Absolutely, that is how it's pronounced now. It's reminiscent of and he, and he was doing it first of Stewie's Will Wheaton, but Richie was doing this in the mid nineties. So I do like the callback to uh, Richie getting the decade wrong again. Yeah, yeah. 70s. Now, I guess he has received a lot of blows to the head, so he doesn't really know what year it is. <laughs> He's just in his fantasy land yeah. the entire time, isn't it's he? It's just silly, isn't it? It's so silly, that. I mean, in terms of anything like a niggle, they say throw out the cassette, and they haven't established what they are going to blackmail them with. Right. So you do sort of think, well, they must know about this tape, but yeah. they haven't said we yeah. want to blackmail him with video footage right, or this right. video. That does well, go like with your theory that they're already the aware of this. That yeah. They've had a whole year of, oh, fuck. Where is that tape? It yeah. was around it Hammersmith got yeah. that it went missing. So keep FAS <laughs> there on yeah. hand for a whole year. I think this is the best bottom-end mm. injury. It's quite literally explosive, isn't it? Like yeah. The blood the heart, So you see the heart burst at the end. It's really... But, I remember when I watched it yeah. when I was 11 or whatever age I was, 11, 12. Like, I remember feeling really sad yeah. Yeah. Like, after that episode yeah. finished. Because although it's cartoon and yeah. you can tell it's blood packs like you do think oh they've killed them uh, yeah. actually like, killed yeah, them. it's my, really brutal a friend of mine was uh watching that with me well i'd seen it a couple of times mm. and they was like oh no oh, it's so mm. sad oh, i'm so yeah. sorry and they said to me oh they've died i'm like no they've died in other yeah. ones what are you talking yeah, about yeah it's the cartoon element isn't it but because it was the end of the third series and i watched it back obviously it feels very poignant yeah. doesn't it i remember at the time hating the fact that they'd been killed because I, mm. I know in this series they ended the first episode with them dying yeah but that was a very fantastical hand of god that doesn't happen in yeah. real life in this one it felt very real it was such a violent death mm. i thought they're not going to reverse this like they did with the first one mm. plus the fact that it's the final episode in the series yeah. and before this point before the announcer comes on afterwards and says bottom will return or something like that mm-hmm. i remember thinking oh no please don't let this well, be of it. course this wasn't the last one because they then showed bottoms out after it didn't they uh yeah but that would yeah. have been previously yeah, I, I recorded know, i know yeah. but as a kid i didn't understand yeah, yeah. but now now i do look at it and think this is a very cool and probably quite appropriate ending for them mm. like rick and aid love ending on like a big Thing, literally explosive and in this they're squibbed up they've got mm. blood packs it's a fairly impressive stunt you've got the SAS guys coming in through the through the roof and through windows and yeah. stuff smashing through the a door come down on a bungee and stuff like, yeah they, not bungee he like, like comes through doesn't he yeah. On, yeah. on the rope the guy who comes from above on what do they call like a rappel line or something okay. like that yeah yeah. Uh, it's very impressive I think you've got five guys at the end all with machine guns yeah it's all... really quite like I mean obviously it's a BBC sitcom but when you when I first watched it it was definitely yeah. quite shocking because obviously you've got the go a squad and then Rick's shouting yeah. go A squad and then so the another reason this isn't a two-hander because all them as well oh yeah yeah, yeah. they haven't got but any lines have th- they this is the, the prime co- minister as well this is this <laughs> yeah, is in it this is the kind of ending you'd normally get in a drama or something very serious like Blake Seven ends with everyone dying. But this is a primetime BBC sitcom. How are we going to end it? The SS will come in and gun them to death, yeah. which will show very viscerally and visually with blood popping off yeah. and their hearts exploding as bullets ricochet through them. And again, we've said before how they wrote it as if it was a stage play, really. Yeah. And then again, they have to get their comeuppance, don't they? Because obviously they can't blackmail. They can't win. Yeah. They're not going to win. And what would happen if you tried to blackmail the Prime Minister with a sex tape? Yeah. Actually, now I don't know whether the SAS would come in like, or whether we'd all just have a good old laugh. So as an ending to the series, how do you feel? Very appropriate? The best kind of ending they could have had? Yeah. yeah. In terms of cartoon violence yeah. and the the build that they... They build tension throughout. From the moment that you realise what the sex tape is through to them saying, right, we're going to blackmail them. You know, there's tension being built, isn't there? And then obviously it, mm. it happens quite quickly mm-hmm. yeah. in terms of like from when they get to there to them... Cu- literally bursting in to shoot them it's a very simple plot really and it's it's, mm. it's weird isn't it that a lot of their best episodes have the simplest plots absolutely yeah. that, like that with now and i that sort of thing it's just about very the character simple. and yeah. the uh, banter between yeah the two it's and... the 
their relationship that as it plays out, isn't it? So obviously that ending with them being shot marked the end of series three. Now, Matt, you remember the announcer afterwards promising something, don't you? No. Well, actually, it was they then showed bottoms out after, and the announcer promised something at the end oh, of right, that. Okay. So, so not quite what, what uh, you're saying, but uh, what what you're you're saying is. At the end of what was perceived as the last episode of Series 3, the announcer over the credits said, Rick and Aid will be back next year with the, a new series of Bottom, which never fucking happened mm. because of politics at the BBC. There's something like a new head of comedy who had a dislike of the two of them, just thought it was a bit crude and it right, wasn't... Right. Yeah, I mean, taste. let's face it, Alan Yentob thought the same thing before Bottom even got aired, didn't it? They, yeah. they were trying to like get all the wanking jokes yeah, cut out yeah, of yeah. it and all that, as Ed by told us they had to cut out all kinds of stuff (laughs) it's not a new series it's something that's been proved to work that has a fan base so if you're not a fan of it it doesn't make it any difference you really see the potential in the fact that there are fans that Mm -hmm. would like more of this and they had a lot of material still to go their well had not run dry yet that's why they did the live shows absolutely unfortunately in TV whenever a new commissioner comes in they feel they have to stamp their mark Mm. on things so they'll do this through a combination of not recommissioning things that other people have commissioned and commissioning new stuff Mm. because they feel they have to come in and be a Put them, put their stamp on the yeah, yeah, a fresh broom sweeping away stuff. Sure, yeah, and this was you know they had three series, and at that point actually, like you know BBC series, they don't run and run and run and run in the same way, do they? Yeah, yeah. So you've had your three series, that's your lot. Like you can see, I mean, I don't agree with the decision. But you can see why perhaps that decision was yeah. made, but it's definitely unfair. And this is before the internet, so do you just... I, oh, there is a new series coming. I know there is. I know there is. That I, is I really, remember. Yeah, that's really odd that the announcer would have said that, because I don't, I don't have any recollection of that. Either I didn't see it go out or we turned over. But mm. I always watch the credits, so I don't know. I'd love it if someone had a recording of when it went out at the time so they yeah, could have... Okay, if you do have it, put it on YouTube and yeah. send us the link or just send, or send us the tape. Mm. or invite us around your house send us the recording and we'll put it on our YouTube channel and garner likes from it <laughs> yeah. so uh, let's do sound effects for me dart being pulled out of the eye yeah it's at, a sort of pluck noise isn't it? yeah mm-hmm. and there was that brief sort of splashy sound of Eddie shitting himself the one they've used before in other episodes yes it's definitely been a shit your pants thing before hasn't it I yeah. like that a lot I mean I mean, it's not really a sound effect but the, the guns coming through before the colander sure so uh, really quite convincing so what's the colander mean? Because there's been holes yeah, there's punched holes in the wall. I see, yeah. Like, like a, a colander. Like yeah, yeah. Um, the crunching noise of the tea being peeled off the table. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Really think about yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, it's stuck to yeah. yeah. And isn't there a sound effect when Richie does come out of the toilet? There's sort of a squelching mm. as his oh, hair's dragged, okay. as, you know, right. his head's kind of squelched and dragged out of the toilet. Wow. And that's quite satisfying. All right. So this is, this. the sound effect itself isn't the funny bit. It's the timing of Fatih Amal bribing the fireman to not put out. Right, the right. siren. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> is that, oh, the where are they going? Cool? Oh, and they're yeah. off again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, a, yeah that's, that's a sound joke, really. Okay. Yeah, and there's quite a few actually during the carnival slash riot, isn't yeah. there? Like the window smashing of things. Yeah, but uh, they're not inherently funny sound effects. It's, it's all it's helped the dialogue. with the dialogue, isn't it? Yeah. So it's you know, not quite what you're asking, but... Any others, or is that it? Or standout moments? Standout moments. So Mix for me... fall down the stairs mm. for me. The, the fall down yeah. the stairs, I think the entire opening carnival sequence, I think they really paint a great picture. His fall down the stairs is Kilroy, mm-hmm. and best bit for me is the commitment of Aid setting fire to himself. Yeah. <laughs> like that whole bit, doing it in one take, jumping through the conservatory, oh, fantastic. Yeah. And also the oh marjorie and the name marjorie <laughs> yeah. as well i mean little britain steal it later as a joke name don't they but oh, yeah. like then the, and then the double sort of handed swing from rick before oh, he throws yeah. the dart good good aim yeah, yeah. So yeah. Like, well not for the first time but i love the fact because it's a second take the oh, <laughs> yes because he knows a dart's coming <laughs> yeah. towards him yeah but the writing in this episode is as good as series two or series yeah. one I, I it's a very bottomy bottom episode that. isn't it yeah. very very much yeah doesn't feel out of place at yeah. all it, yeah. it definitely could sit in series two i think mm. you know but it, i'm i'm glad that it rounds off series three because there are definitely lower points in series three mm-hmm. still you know bottom's our favorite show yeah so, and even shit series three is, is so, better than a lot of other sitcoms series three has some peaks and troughs but it starts mm. and ends on highs yes. yeah it does 
Well, did you notice as well the set is lit better this episode? I think it doesn't. It's not as bright as it doesn't it seem is. like false yeah. studio yeah. lighting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right. You know what? Thinking about it, the fact that I didn't notice anything lighting wise means that they did their job. But it's playing out at night, isn't it? I suppose. Well, it's over a whole year, isn't it? So yeah. there's a few well, different things. Yeah, those. Yeah, those cutaways are. But but even those, I mean, like the grimy fridge and stuff yeah. it looks better when it's not bright yeah, daylight yeah i think we've got used to the set as well by the time this episode starts because there is still a lot of busyness going on in the background right. that hasn't been there previously yeah i feel like the set was dressed better in this mm. episode than it had been in previous ones like there was more shit in the background yeah like ed by said more shit yes more stuff <laughs> yeah yeah just yeah. To make it look because it was really sparse in other ones wasn't it? Yeah. Like nothing on the bookshelves whereas yeah. there's loads of stuff mm-hmm. yeah. loads of stuff in the background so any particular niggles I will say for me, I don't like the fact that they died and never came back on television. Yes, that's the biggest niggle yeah. that they finished it here. Yeah, yeah. In terms of the, I mean, you know, we've said. Yeah. I think at the top of the episode we said there's not really much of a plot. I mean, there is a plot, isn't there? Like they go out, they go looting. I mean, you know, they try, they black- try and blackmail the prime minister. That's actually quite a big thing, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. But niggles wise, I suppose the only thing I could possibly pluck out is what I've already said in terms of they don't say we've got a tape that we want to blackmail him sure. with, and right. the SAS say throw out the cassette I, right, okay. I, yeah I guess the my niggle similar to what you said is that they didn't know this was the last episode because mm. I, I can only imagine they would have done something special mm. if the, it is a good episode but it doesn't feel like an ending to even despite them dying because they've died before if you know? they'd known the BBC wasn't going to commission another series Hammersmith would have gone up in a nuclear explosion <laughs> or something like that <laughs> yeah well of course with the Semtex and everything in the live shows yeah. they go there don't mm. they yeah but... exactly yeah <laughs> yeah but it is an explosive ending. Like I, it does feel so very, very stark. There's not much blood in Bottom, really, with right? a show that's that violent. There's not many instances of yeah. seeing blood, is there? Let's think about them. There's him getting his finger cut off. Yep. A lot of blood there. Yeah. There's Eddie's legs being cut off. There's a little mm. bit of some blood and the there. Slitting of the wrist. Slitting of the wrist is a bit. Of the wrist. Yeah. And um, then Eddie's uh, Richie's got a nosebleed when yeah. Eddie says. Only women bleed in, in finger. the finger. Richie has a nosebleed down his Father Christmas beard. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. There's loads of times. What am I talking about? Yeah. <laughs> but somehow it doesn't seem as brutal oh. Oh. at yeah. the end of this the episode. being shot and the squibs. It's, yeah. So Roger Cobberbobe getting oh, it right gosh. in the face. Oh, yeah. yeah, and that, I think I said at the time, You've that squeamish. scene yeah. does make me... Yeah. I mean, I'm not often squeamish, but all the blood in that episode does. I'm not squeamish at the end of Carnival. I'm just... It's sad. It is quite sad that they've literally brutally, like, Gunned down in their own home. Yeah, but they did deserve it, I guess, did in a they sort know? of way. They were only trying to. To be honest, they could have just been arrested. They weren't yeah. violent. They would have just shot, point yeah. the guns at them. They put their hands up. They should be arrested. I mean, actually, the shoot to kill kind of yeah. order. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I think they'd well, have had. I think now it wouldn't have happened, would it? Because there'd have been no. way too many well, questions. People think Tony Blair is, you know, should be done for war crimes, but this just proves that John Major has blood on his hands. <laughs> yeah, sure, and that, is a murderer. So I, I read it as he's sent in the kill squad because he's had the VCR dropped on his head. The negotiator, oh yeah, he can't be on his head. Fucking yeah. go away, squad. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like either he's taken that as an attack, or just like these cunts have annoyed me. All right, it's time for the quiz. Carnival, what sphincter noises have you chosen, boys? I'll be going with squeeze fart. I'm going to be going with wet fart. Nice. That's follow through, isn't it? It is a follow through. Okay, right. So as usual, wait until I say your names. First to answer the most questions out of 10. Mm -hmm. Right. Number one, which children's TV character have the primary school put on their float? Postman Pat. That is correct. Question two. Which two items does Richie lament potentially missing Sophie Grigson handling? That's that's you. Didn't Paul. even understand the question. So what I, does lament I, mean? I understand the question. All. Okay, regret. Okay. Okay. So the two items are a banana and a cucumber, specifically washing a cucumber and peeling a banana. That's sure. correct. Which is a euphemism for masturbating. Yeah. Why well, you she wouldn't be masturbating. Well, it, She'd she, be handling someone yeah. else's penis. No, okay. well, no, no she, he's watching it. She, isn't it? oh, he'd be masturbating. She, yeah, she she does a cookery program, or she did a cookery program. Right, so she's a TV like chef. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah, so that's one she... a piece. Didn't mean the banana and the cucumber. <laughs> right. Question number three: Which part of Eddie's anatomy is the police baton playing Mary Hell with? Oh, I think that was actually just Matt. Liver. That is correct. Playing Mary Hell with it. Yeah. Yes, because the side handle. Mm-hmm. 
How did he get up there? Did he just tear a, a side bit of his bum? Yeah. Nasty. Right, okay, so that's two to Matt, one to Paul. Question number four. In which establishment does Eddie remark on a fight breaking out? During the old biddies conversation. That's Paul. Laura Ashley. No? I'm afraid that's incorrect. I don't know. Was it Debenhams? It's the semolina you like. Oh, for fuck's sake, yes. What's that? What's the semolina? Is that it's a shop, a, is it? It's a, it's a pun on the spud Sp- you like, spud isn't you like, it? yeah. Mm. Or spadulake, as uh, Victoria Wood calls it. Yes. Yeah. Fight in the semolina you like. Okay. All right, so no one got that. So question number five. Now, don't buzz in too soon. Well, it's two-part answer that I want from this. So question number five. How many cases of Malibu were stolen from the flat? I'm looking for the cases that they have both downstairs and upstairs. Two separate answers is fine rather than a total. I think it was Paul. 78 downstairs, 36 upstairs. Okay. Can you have a go, Matt? Right, well, I'm going to go with 79 downstairs (laughs) and, and... Um, one more than he said <laughs> the other one okay, yeah, I, know so it's, I know it's more than that are you looking for an exact amount yeah? I was looking for an exact I amount I know it's more than that because it's, it's it's in the hundreds yeah. downstairs but I, I don't know okay so neither of you got it it's 156 downstairs right. and then 36 you were correct right, on upstairs okay. oh, well okay. done yeah, it's two but, sixes but it's a thing it's like 136 bottles of Malibu no 136 cases, cases of Malibu yeah. which would have had like what 12 bottles in each at yeah. least I guess so and that will see them through to the weekend so at the very <laughs> mo- if it was Monday that's still unfeasible yeah. like, amazing isn't it how quick in miles per hour would he have to drink them <laughs> <laughs> all right so that's still two to Matt, one to Paul, okay. and we're on question number seven. On the video machine, what is the brand? What is the brand make of the video machine? That's Paul. I'll go with JVC. I'm afraid that's incorrect. Oh, Do you want to have a guess, Matt? Toshiba? No, it's Orion. Oh, I fuck! Oh, I remember, sorry, on the side of the box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It used to be a production company yeah. as well. Yeah. Sorry, I do remember that, yeah. What bottle can be seen on top of the television? Whilst Eddie's fixing the video, or I think that, that might was be Paul. Paul. It was Paul. It was a brown sauce. It is Daddy. Yeah. Right, not not Daddy. No, it's it HP. HP. It was HP. HP brown sauce. Do you guys know? So the initial question is for the viewers at home. Do you know mm. what HP sauce stands for? Houses of Parliament. It does. Mm, yeah. Because yeah. when, when you think, does it? And then there's Houses of Parliament in the background. Yeah. I, I, I didn't it hear was that a relish that they had. Yeah. Gentle. I don't know whether commissioned or whatever, but that's what they had. So mm-hmm. that's why it's the Houses of Parliament. The, the original gentleman's relish. Mm. So said John Major. (laughs) Leading us nicely into question number nine. The Prime Minister at the time of Bottom Carnival was John Major, of course. During which years was he in office as Prime Minister? That's Paul. 90 to 97. Yes, that is correct. So how many terms did he get, too? Uh, Yeah, yeah, because they called an early election in 97. All right, so Paul stomped into the lead there with three. Matt's on two. Mm -hmm. So question number ten will either equalise or... Paul will steal it. So, what sandwich flavours and quantities <sighs> does Eddie demand from the SAS? No, I, I kind of half remember it, but I, 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 I would not know again. All right, so there was the avocado and black pudding. With there's something, He says something, so I'm not stealing so how many something that? Like, he says white and half red a dozen. sauce or something. Half a dozen. No? No. All right, okay. Did you go, but did you notice he says something like white and red and ketchup or something? But he says he the does. word white. What's so that are you, are you ab- black- you're abandoning this question. But does he mean black pudding and white pudding? See, I've often wondered that myself. So yeah. it's, it's three egg, two crab paste, mm-hmm. one avocado and black pudding with white and tomato ketchup. I like not even egg mayonnaise, egg. With, so it's not like an egg butter. With white something. and tomato ketchup. Yeah, that's what he says. Okay. But I think he probably means... Black pudding and white pudding. Either white pudding. He's fucked the line or up. Or he's... Yeah. Yeah. With white and tomato ketchup is how yeah. he delivers it. But anyway. Because he's like white ketchup and tomato ketchup. Right. So white neither ketchup. of you got that, which right. means Paul's the winner at three Ooh. to two. Thank you oh, very okay. much. Yeah, I will do you say, want right. for a bit of fun, the bonus Yes, yes please. So the bonus question was simply, which politicians are named John. in the show oh yeah so it's um kenneth clark and i, I pronounce this badly but john go go john selwyn gummer that was yes. a quiz question on the bottom quiz that we met Anne on yeah 
the John Bot because John it was a bunch, Yeah, he was, was the a, picture round, wasn't he? Yes, that's right. She had a bunch yeah. of pictures of people. I'm like, I don't know who this is, but then just through context, yeah. I'm like, I bet it's something like this. Yeah, where where you want a bottle of Malibu and I want a frying pan. Yeah, yeah. I've got a miniature yeah. bottle of yeah. Do you Malibu. Use it. I, have, I still use it now, yeah. yeah. Oh, I've still glad. got the bottle of Do you Malibu. Know, I've still got three little bottles of Malibu in there, which we yeah. can crack open after we finish recording this. I okay. think we should. Yeah. yeah. Well done. So Paul won that one. Thank you. So we will have to count them all up, but mm-hmm. we're going to do so after we finish the live shows. Yes. And, of course, the film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Guest House Paradiso slash The Bottom movie. Sure. So that's the end of series three of, yes. of Bottom and of Talking Bottom. We have finished Talking Bottom in terms of the series. Yeah. If you've got... Any comments, questions or reviews to give us, you can find us at Talking Bottom on all of the social media, Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. And you can give us an email at 11mafikingparade at gmail.com. Cool. So We'd we'll love be, to hear from you. So Series 4 of Talking Bottom will be consisting of just the special stuff, you yeah. know, the lives, the comic strip presents and maybe End with the Young Ones or something. I don't know. Yeah, we're going to have a look at other work Rick and Aid have done, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah. And put our analytical brains yeah. to it. And do our best to wring as much fun out of it as possible. <laughs> you know what, right? Rewatching those 18 episodes and so far the live show has reminded me why I love the show so much. Yeah. Genuinely. And mm-hmm. that's why we wanted to do this podcast. Yeah. Because A, we lost Rick Mail five years ago now. Yeah. And that's one of the reasons why I was doing my quiz and all that sort of thing. And then hearing feedback from people just saying it's made them rewatch Bottom. Yeah, it's lovely, is isn't it? All that we wanted. We didn't in any way do this for any other reason than just so that we can have a nice conversation about our favourite sitcom and that other people might enjoy it as well. You meet people now still that like who who's Rick Mail? Who's that you know, and that that just baffles me. So the most that we can do is obviously talk to other fans and maybe Mm. get other people Mm. on board. If you want to share the love of the show, do listen to Talking Bottom and if possible share it. But if you've got a friend who's never seen Bottom before, sit down with them and watch an episode. And why are you friends with them? Yeah. But that's it. They need to be turned towards the light. I, I mean, they're I all genuinely on... think that if someone watches three or more episodes, then they would have to fall in yeah. love with it. I remember my nephew, so he's now 13, but I was very much like, he needs to watch this at the age of eight. Right. Or mm-hmm. his review was, it's mad. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah, but yeah. he liked it. And I... he liked Drop Dead Fred as well. Like, just Rick. It's, so it's on, they're all on Netflix, I think. They are, yeah. They're easy to watch. Yeah. Uh, so they're easy to find, I mean. All right, guys. Well, thanks so much for listening, and we will be back with Bottom Live 2. Mm-hmm. See you. I don't know when, but see you next time. <laughs>